Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. AD. Yo. Hey, yo, we're talking quarterbacks again, all right? I know we, we had a little hiatus last week and all that. That was cute and whatnot. But uh, I got a Deshaun Watson thing that I, I want to talk about. So, yeah, we're, we are doing that. <laughs> this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show. Um, quarterback frenzy continues. Other names coming up. Jimmy G status, this, that, and the other. We've got an injury report on the offensive line we'll get to. Um, there's been some moves in the division that are cause, causing the faithful to just freak all the way out. We're, we're Let's calm down, people. Let's temper our nerves here. All right. I think everything will be okay. I think it'll be all right. Um, still early in this whole offseason process. We'll get into all that. Um, but first, of course, let us remind you that this podcast is presented by betsonline.ag. Um, look, they got whatever it is that you want, okay? I mean, if, if you want the you want the prop bets, you can bet on award shows, TV shows, reality TV, all that trash TV. Is so-and-so going to get her wig pulled off or is somebody going to get a glass of water thrown in their face? Whatever it is that you want, right? <laughs> you whatever like that you want. drama, don't you? <laughs> you know, I, I used to watch a lot of trash TV. I've, I've matured in my older age, E.D. You'd be proud okay. of me. Um, so, <laughs> so whatever it is that you want. You know, football's over, but you got the NBA, you got the college hoops. It's March. March Madness, baby. It's coming up. So whatever it is that you want, head over to betonline.ag. They got all the prop bets, real-time odds, almost anything you can imagine. Of course, the 24-hour online casino as well. Head to the website or use the mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Uh, make sure you continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find podcasts. Get involved w- with the show. I'm at Haylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on the old Instagram, I'm at WatchRayRay. He is at underscore bump and run. Um, okay, let's just deal with the old news, right? Uh, we'll do, okay, we'll, we'll do, old news. We'll do, we'll do, we'll do with the old news first, right? Or we, we're, we're once a week, right? So we got we to gotta play catch up a little bit. Okay. 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 So... This whole Deshaun Watson thing, right? You you know you know my stance on it, right? Like I like I will pay a price, but I'm not giving up the whole team, right? Okay, um, okay. I finally got you over to that because once upon a time you were going to give up the whole team, um, your wife, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> your grandmother, your mother, <laughs> and your daughter. Look, there's I've I've visited Houston before. There there's some nice real estate they could have out there that they would enjoy. Uh, for a whole lot cheaper than they're paying here. Is, that that know, is true. For you know all, true. all this, when you paying for all these weather, all this weather and, and these palm trees and whatnot. So, um, so yeah, I mean, look, I that may still be on the table. All right, like mom's baby, love y'all, you know. But Houston's great. I'll visit. There's a Papa Do's out there. You get me out there. I'm, I'm enticed. Um, <laughs> so, so, but the whole Deshaun Watson thing, right? And and there was this big, big noise, big drama made about the fact that. He had to talk with the head coach, and he didn't change mm-hmm. his stance. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but that made me less inclined to think something was going to happen. Like the head coach, to me, and you correct me if I'm wrong, you know the ins and outs and the workings of an NFL franchise way better than, than I ever will, right? To me, it seems like, why are you meeting with the head coach? Like he on the same like he just got there like y'all pretty much on the same level y'all got y'all answered to the same people you know essentially for the most part right that like that did nothing for me in the sense that um that that they're actually going to move him so that makes me more inclined to think that he's not going anywhere I, I, am I am I missing something this meeting he had with the head coach is, is there is there um, something I'm missing here because to uh, well, me it seemed like him. why not me with the GM why not me with the own like you know what I mean like uh, well well this is this is what I've been saying the entire time. They don't deal with you. That's the whole, well, they didn't ask me about drafting the guy, and they're not doing these things. They don't do that. I've been saying that forever. 
the GM, the president of the team, they're not about to ask your opinion on something unless they already agree with what it is they feel you're going to say. That's the only time that they're not going to, they're not going to go to you and say, is it okay? And ask, is it okay for us to draft a player? Is it okay for us to make a trade? Is it okay for us to uh, cut a guy? The only reason, the only time they're going to ever do that is if they, if they know that your answer is going to be theirs. That's it, period. So you talk to the head coach because that's who you talk to. You talk to the coaches. The coaches are going to ask you to be around. That's who you, that's who you have your relationship with. You have your relationship with the coaches. These are the men that are in the rooms with you, in the huddles with you, that are on the sideline with you. So you have those conversations with them. So a head coach talking to a quarterback, remember I've told you there is nothing. There, there are no two people um, on a staff and a team on a roster as close as the head coach of a football team and his quarterback. Because once you say that's your guy, you live or die by that guy. You, you may get one mulligan. But once you claim a quarterback, um, it, it's your guy. We can go. We can go to McVay and um, with the, with the Rams. McVay was able to let golf go. You know why? That's not my guy. Not I guy. inherited that yeah. guy. Now, now Matt Stafford is your guy. You better win with Matt Stafford, or you'll get fired. So it, it, it's that way. Even though you won with golf, but you can't you can't stink it up with this guy because you went out and said you got rid of a guy that was winning for you. To, to get this guy because remember golf did win a lot of games for them there mm-hmm. so 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 now back to houston you got a new coach coming in and he's like i got a quarterback i'm gonna talk to him because this is my quarterback i want to see what's going on so um um watson saying he doesn't want to be there it doesn't change anything it doesn't matter i've been saying that if houston doesn't want him to go and, and that's what i keep getting on twitter and everybody like he gets to predict where he goes and all this stuff and everything no he doesn't Watson doesn't go anywhere that Houston doesn't want him to go. I, they don't want him to go. I don't care what his – yeah, you can say I have a no-trade clause. Well, guess what? We're not going to trade you. Well, I want to go here. We're not trading you there because we don't want to trade you there. Yeah. And we're not going to. They own his rights. It's That's that's how it is, people. They, they own the rights to his contract. And if he wants to play football, he's got to play in Houston. Or he can sit out. And not make that fifteen million dollars, not have himself in line to make the thirty the next year, and all these type things. That's not going to happen. And another thing, Houston's not going to cut him or release him or trade him or do anything right now because they'd be on the hook for a, a zillion dollars yeah. if they let him go right now. So they have to wait until later in the summer to do anything anyway. So nothing's about to happen. Yeah, I, I just I thought it was. I mean, people were all kind of freaking out. I thought it was much to do about nothing, in all honesty. Like it made it, it made me less confident that he was going to get traded. You know, after he, after hearing yeah. the reports that he he met with the head coach. Okay, all right, let's move on to more uh, more recent news. I guess you could say. Um, report out there that the Niners reached out to the Panthers about the services of Teddy Bridgewater. Um, now we all know Teddy Bridgewater. We talked about him a lot, especially. Uh, not this past season, but the season before, after what he came in uh-huh. and, and he did for Breeze and, you know, comeback player of the year type year and, and things that he could do. We both like Teddy Bridgewater. We both think I like that, Teddy a lot. that he's he's a starter in this league. Um, But when I look at this Niners roster, when, when I look at Teddy Bridgewater versus Jimmy Garoppolo, um, is that much of an upgrade? What, what do you make of it? Oh, I don't think they're even looking at him as as an upgrade. They're looking at him as a backup, and I think that would be excellent for them. That, I so think you think they were look, you him. think they were looking at him as a backup? Yes, the same way the Saints did. And when he went to the Saints, I said it. I, and I was I was doing a, a weekly show there, and I was telling the guys when they signed him, they were like Bridgewater come in. I said you guys are going to be so happy with him. I said because first of all, and this is how I feel about him, Teddy Bridgewater is a starting quarterback in this league. He has the ability to be a starting quarterback. You know that when you put him out there that he can operate an offense and function and do the things necessary to lead the guys in that huddle and um, give you an opportunity to win football games. He can win football games for you. He has proven that. He, he's a, there are some guys that are just starters, um, and they have that mentality, even though they have been um, delegated or regulated to a backup role. Teddy is one of those guys. Uh, but there's no question that he can help you win games if he has to come in. 
every other backup on that roster that the 49ers have put out there were horrible. They, their, their play was horrible. Um, regardless of what their skill set or level may be uh, or what we or what they may have been perceived to be, the proof is in the pudding and what you actually do on the field, and none of those guys could actually perform well enough to win football games. So bringing in Teddy, that makes it – I think it gives you a much better chance, kind of like what John Lynch was saying. You, they got to get better just in case something happens to the quarterback. That's what they realized. So I don't think Teddy is someone they're looking at to replace Garoppolo. Uh, Garoppolo has proven that he's shown that he can play. And this is the other thing, too. Everyone keeps talking about Garoppolo being injury-prone. What, what, that, that, he is not injury-prone. He got injured. Jimmy Garoppolo took over his freshman year. He took over and played the last eight games in college. He started the last eight games. He started every game as a sophomore, a junior, and a senior. He played in four games as a Patriot. He played in, what, five games as a Niner and never got injured. Then he hurt his knee. So he's not injury prone. He's just had some injuries. So, and that's why everyone has to get that out of his head. And when he hasn't been injured in college, in the pros, in high school, he wins. So, Teddy, that's what you ask about. I'm all in on Teddy coming in because if something does happen to the starting quarterback, you got to have a guy that can come in and play. And they did not have a guy in that room. You, you know I said it before. they got to clean out that room. Yeah, you got to clean out that room. Th- I mean, that's quite the <laughs> investment in, in a backup, though. It, I mean, it, it, he's old, what, 17 um, next season? I mean that that's that's a lot for a backup, right? I mean, well, am I am well, I missing something here? But but everything can be restructured. Money can be moved around. Um, I, you know, I've always told you the salary cap is only an excuse when you don't want to keep a guy. You have um, Garoppolo on on a salary also that could possibly be money could be moved around. Uh, so the question is, what is Teddy willing to do? Uh, because what suitors are you, is he going to have out there? Because realize this, Teddy could end up getting, where they're talking about a trade, he could just get cut, he could get released. Yeah, that that could happen. Apparently they were looking to move him for Stafford as well, and that didn't work yes. out. Um, yes, so that's, so. so that's the thing about him. So if, if, they, if the news is already out there that they're about to move him, and they're trying to move him, and which means they're trying to move that salary as well, uh, the Niners may be in a situation where you can get him and then restructure his deal. It doesn't necessarily have to be for that money. So get that out of your head as well. There, there's nothing that says he's going to stay on that contract. Yeah, or on that team for that matter. I mean, keep in mind, this was their big free agent acquisition a season ago. Came in with the brand new head coach, new offensive coordinator and all that. So they, they kind of selected him to be their guy, so to speak. And after one season, it looks like, they may be looking to move on. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, maybe he's getting the <laughs> maybe he's getting the well, Jimmy treatment. Think, I, I mean, who but knows? let me say this: No, I don't think they selected him to be the guy. They they selected him to be a stopgap. So the question is, how soon are you going to move on from that stopgap? And it seems like they're going to do it now because the Panthers. This, 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 think about this and answer this question for me. If you if you're the Carolina Panthers, Carolina Panthers, if you went out and got. Um, I mean, just go out and name one of the high-end quarterbacks around the league. If he were there, do you still have enough across the board to win it all? And I don't think, no. I don't think you do. No. Yeah. No, so that's no. so that's the stage that they're in. So the, the Panthers may be looking at it like right now, it's time for us to draft our quarterback of the future. It's you know, it's and and just go ahead and start playing with that guy. It could be one of those situations. So back to Teddy. That's why I'm saying you may be able to get Teddy at your price. Well, look, I if that's if that's what we're talking about, then I I absolutely love it. I if if I didn't necessarily interpret it that way, because um, obviously you know I was looking at the salary, I was looking at the status from last season, being a starter in the league. I think he's a starter in the league. Um, so I, I I saw it as them potentially Niners potentially bringing him in as a replacement for Jimmy G. But you know, putting it the way you put it, then you know, I'm like, I'll, I'll buy, I'll, I'll sign up for that. Um, absolutely. See, that's why I'm here, man, to, um, to explain football well, to you. Hey, I, exactly. I mean, you, you've been doing it for the last two plus years. God bless you. I don't even know how you continue to put up with this, man. <laughs> Somebody it, give this it, man it, an award me, or an honor some or something. Days, <laughs> some days, some days are harder than others. I'll just say that. <laughs>
Um, so Chris M said that uh, he said there's one major hurdle, right? Like I, apparently, if if Jimmy G got through the whole Stafford thing, right, and and the Deshaun Watson thing doesn't look like it's going to happen for the Niners, at least. He said there's one major hurdle. There's one major, uh, one major person in play that could potentially, um, you know, step in for Jimmy G. That that can take the place of, of Jimmy G. In other words, he's not okay. necessarily out of the woods yet, as far as okay. as far as the transaction goes. And that name he mentioned was Sam Darnold. Which is interesting to me, and I uh-huh. don't, I don't know that, I, I don't obviously, obviously we don't know where he got this from, right? Like I don't know if this is more like his personal opinion, or if someone's feeding this to him, or you know if he has some inside knowledge, if he's gotten some from Kyle in the sense that of, of what Kyle thinks about him. He did say some things, however, that I agree with that that we that we ha- we still haven't seen the best of Sam Darnold. And there's Agreed. a lot of there's a lot of untapped potential there I, that I agree that just mm-hmm. wasn't wasn't been a, that just wasn't um wasn't nursed well enough uh in New York if you will um and so I, I we've talked about like we've been talking about Darnold for weeks months now yeah um on, on yeah. this pod I'm I, I don't know I I I think it's as far as money goes I think it's great. Um, cause you, you have, a, it gives you a lot of flexibility and we've mentioned that before, right? Like you can, you you can, you can, you know, tap into his fifth year option. Like you don't have to pay him right uh-huh. now. Right. Yeah. You don't um, have to pay. You got a couple years yeah. before you have to pay him. Yeah. But as far as like, how quickly can it, can it be turned around? Like, you know, whatever bad habits he may have picked up in New York, like there's still things about him that. Um, that just are just innate, right? Like, I mean, he's a gunslinger at yep. the end of the day, right? You know, yep. And, yep. and so he's gonna trust his arm. He's gonna try to fit in, into some tight windows. That's just Sammy, right? That that's just what he that's just what he does. Who he is, yes. Uh huh. But it, uh-huh. I don't. It's is it more? I guess better. Here's a question: Is it would it would that scenario be more risk or reward for the Niners? Oh, there'd definitely be more risk. Uh, because Sam Donald, see, this is the thing right now. You're everything that you're basing on Sam Donald Donald is um, potential, correct? It, it has to be right. Every everything is that that and potential means he hasn't done it yet. That, so that's what you're saying. So you say risk or reward? It's all based on risk with Sam Donald. You so the risk is um, getting rid of a quarterback that has proven to you that he can win football games and take you to within minutes and moments of winning a championship saying I would prefer to have a guy that I believe can get us there. I've seen him play in this league and he hasn't come close to doing that, but I believe I can make him do that. So there's definitely more risk involved. Now, if we're talking about just overall physical talent, Sam Darnold, he's a much better athlete. I mean, he's going to spin the ball better than Garoppolo. He moves better than Garoppolo. He's just a better all-around you know, quarterback, stronger arm, everything. Um, now, how like you say, what the bad habits that he's created in his time on the field, how much of that can you erase? How quickly can that be erased? Um, can it, you know, can it, can you get rid of all of it and and tap into this? you know, that pure athletic potential that you see, that's always the risk. Um, but man, I don't mean so, to cut you off, but like to add to that, right? Like this season that we're in, right. You're talking about probably no off season for the second straight year. Right. So all uh-huh. these things that, you know, maybe Kyle can work with them on or implement this, that or the other, as far as on the field goes, there will be none uh-huh. of that. Right. Like, like how much no, there- do they have to weigh that? Well, this is the thing. If you're really talking about everyone, and, and this is the way I'm looking, if you bring back the healthy guys on this team, you get healthy um, with some at some some of the positions, things should get better. You have a draft coming up. You have free agency coming up. It's not like you have a roster that's void of talent, so you should be able to put some pieces together to give you an opportunity once again to compete for a championship right now. Um Sam Donald at the quarterback position, I don't know if you have that chance. Jimmy Garoppolo gives you a better chance of competing this season. 
So this is the question that everyone has to keep answering when they keep talking about the quarterback, even Deshaun Watson. The question that you have to answer, are you trying to win a Super Bowl now or are you trying to win one three, four years from now? And that's the question that you got to ask yourself because it's been a long time since you've won one. You've only had one real shot at it in the last, you know, seven, eight years. You, you know what I mean? Where you had a legitimate chance at getting there. I think you have that now with Jimmy. You get rid of Jimmy because even if you go in and you get Watson, you're not going to get the other pieces. You're going to have to give up pieces to get him. So you're not going to win this coming season. You may not win that next season. It may not be that next season until you start because you won't have the, the draft capital to bring guys in. So that that's that's one of the things and, and you can always say you can get people on the free agent market well to get high-end free agents it costs money costs a lot of money and and that's gonna and that's gonna hit your, your salary cap because you're gonna have to figure out what to do with the bosas and the fred warners and all this stuff so it's not as simple as everyone says so that's the thing yeah you get watson and watson's gonna give you an opportunity to, to compete yes he's gonna give you a chance to compete but if you're really talking about winning, when are you going to have a Super Bowl winning roster? It's going to be three, four years from now. So that's that's the question that goes back to with so with Darnold, with with um, Garoppolo. Which one do I think gives you the chance to win the fastest? It's Jimmy. Jimmy's already shown me that he can do it. He already shown me that. Yeah, there's but, this school of thought out there that believes. With Sam Darnold, Kyle would have already had a title here with the Niners. But see, you know what? I'm not Everyone saying that I necessarily keeps... subscribe to that, but I, I like don't. I've seen, I've seen it, I've seen it written. I and don't, said. I don't, and I'm gonna tell you why I don't because I've seen Kyle have quarterbacks that aren't good, and they can't, he can't win with one. So Sam Darnold has not been good in the NFL. So I'm, so all of a sudden, I'm supposed to believe that Kyle can whisper to Sam Darnold and fix everything with him when I haven't seen him fix it with the other quarterbacks. The only quarterback I've seen him perform well with since he's been with the Niners is Jimmy Garoppolo. The only quarterbacks I've seen Kyle perform well with since he's been in that position as an offensive coordinator are the quarterbacks that we would look at and say, yeah, he's pretty good. Beyond that, He's not this guy that fixes quarterbacks. So you got everyone keeps I, – I, I, I like Kyle. I like Kyle a lot. But I also know that players have to perform. You, you, there's, there, is no, there is no player whisperer. If a guy ain't got it, he ain't got it. So that's the thing. I'm not sure. Sam Darnold hasn't shown me that he's got it. I've seen him make some plays. Hell, I've seen CJ make some throws. I've seen um, Mullins make some throws. Every, every, you don't get in the NFL. You don't put on a uni if you're not good and capable of having a good play, a good day. I'm talking about consistently performing. I'm not. I, I'm not going to believe that Kyle can all of a sudden. So, and everyone's saying he would have already won a championship if he had Sam Darnold. I don't know that. Yeah, I'm, 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 not, I'm not sure about that. And then also that other school of thought out there that feels like the Niners have won in spite of Jimmy. Um, like, I don't well, know. that's not true. I, I don't that's know. not true. Because, but listen, listen, if they had won in spite of Jimmy, they would have won in spite of Mullins. They would have won in spite exactly, of. Exactly, right? We, we, so learned, we, people, learned, that, we learned that last season, right? If you want to just hate on Jimmy, hate on Jimmy. But they didn't win in spite of Jimmy. Jimmy was a reason as to why the 49ers made it to the Super Bowl. I know people hate that. They don't want to give it to him. They want to talk about the running game and all of this stuff and everything. That's that's Green Bay's fault that they couldn't tackle. It's basic football defense one on one. You should be able to tackle. If they can't tackle the run, there's not a quarter there's not an offensive coordinator in the world that is going to pass the ball if you can't tackle. Period. Exactly. And and I, I say I say that because I, I feel like if if Darnold were to come here, he would have to I think it would be it would be similar in terms of his ask of Darnold versus his ask of Garoppolo, meaning like it it's st- like it's going to be the same thing, right? It's going to be heavy run game. Yes. It's, it's going to be like yes. you're like you're not all of a sudden just going to 
you know, take off the glove, so to speak, and just allow Donald to sling it around the yard, you know, 30, 40, 50 times a game like that. Well, like, that's, that's not, but, that's but not it. it that's, who, that's who Kyle is. Kyle did that in Cleveland. Kyle did that uh, in Washington. I mean, you had a guy lead the league in rushing when he was in Washington, okay? When he had Kirk Cousins. He, he, everyone talks about what he did with Kirk Cousins and the what record, but they ran the ball. You had a you had a sixteen hundred yard rusher at the time. Alfred Morris, um, yeah. The only time the only when he got to he had the only time that he really pushed the ball down the field is when he had a push the ball down the field quarterback that was already a part of their offense when he got to Atlanta. And an established and there, they, veteran guy too, by thank the way. You. Yeah. And, and that was and that was a part of their offense already with Julio and everything. So it's not like you were coming in teaching these guys to do something. That was just that was just a play that was already in the book and you pencil it in. That's what they have been doing for years. Um but so that and then he got to back to another team. What did he do? He's running the ball. All the time, he even had, he actually ran the ball a lot when he was in Atlanta. But they threw it down the field more when you had you know uh, Matt Ryan. Um, you're gonna you're gonna do it you're gonna do it there more because that's a part of it. But that's not what Kyle does. So yeah, any quarterback he brings in here, they're gonna run the ball. That's what he likes to do. That's a part of it. But all I'm saying is that, like I said, I, I like Kyle, and I think Kyle is really good at what he does. Um, there are a lot of guys that are good at it, but but everyone needs to get off of this fact that if you had this guy over Jimmy, the same thing could happen. You've seen that. I don't I don't know why that is. I don't know why that's the narrative when we've seen the other guys. We've seen Kyle with other guys, and he, and he has not been successful. So yeah, it's, well, it's, so it's, it's fun. It's fun. It's credit. easy. Yeah, it's fun. And it well, I don't, I don't know about fun, but it, it's easy to hate on Jimmy. Um, I, I want to throw this at you. Quickly before we get into eBay, um, okay. Alex Smith released by okay. Washington. Yes. What are your thoughts on him potentially rejoining the Niners? No, you got to move on. They've already moved on. They moved on from that. Because because you're but you're gonna bring you, Alex. You wouldn't in be open be, to bringing him back. Um, I I don't think the team will be open to bringing him back. Okay. Um, it, it's just one of those things that you. You move on from and you do it. It's it, how often do you see a quarterback? Think about this: a, a, a guy who was the franchise guy, the quarterback. He leaves the team and he comes back to that team at some point in his career. Ooh. I mean, how often you, you see you see other positions do it, but think about a quarterback. I mean, just and, and we can we can go the rest of the show. If you think of the guy, let me know uh, because once you move on from a quarterback. You once you bench a quarter, you know I've always said that once a quarterback gets benched for play, he's he's no longer the franchise guy, and then they just move on from him. And then if that guy goes off and does anything, the franchise never wants to bring him back because now wait a minute he could have been playing for you. You made a mistake in letting him go, um, and even if you're going to bring him back. It, there's always the the what if and all these type things. So it's rare that you ever bring back a guy who was once the face of your franchise once you let him go. So that's 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 the reason I'm sitting here saying I don't even think it's a I don't even think it's a chance it's gonna happen. No chance that's gonna happen. I I um I mean no I mean, that that's very I hadn't really considered that. I mean I I just looked at it more as. Uh, I mean, we all love a good, great story, right? So you got that aspect of it. Um, you got a brand new regime, so to speak, um, in terms of front office, this, that, and the other. And then, I mean, at this point, I mean, you're I'm I'm talking in a in a, in a backup role, obviously, right? Like not to be yeah, the guy, yeah. but um, I don't know. I I personally wouldn't mind seeing. I know I know that it's been a lot of talk, uh, you know, on social media amongst the faithful in terms of you know bringing him back and. You know, bring Gore back, get the band back together, win the Super Bowl, all this, that, this, that, and the other. But I, I think Alex is intriguing to me, um, in a sense that, look, I mean, he won last year. I mean, that was an awful team, but he won. You know, and and if if you know, you can have that type of guy in your room as a veteran, um, you know, just in case you have some issues, you know, yeah. the QB one spot. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm all for it because you definitely got to clean. Up, all, you got to clean up that room. Right, so uh, you got to clean up that room. I'm with you on as far as just Alex performing at the position. Yeah, I, I'm okay. You know how I was. Yeah. I'm I'm an Alex guy. Yeah, you're Alex guy. I, I mean, we both are. I'm an Alex right? guy. I, I see all that, but I'm just saying, just from a franchise, from a franchise that's why, perspective. That's why I asked you that question. From a franchise perspective, um, 
you're I, I like I said when he left the first time, I was like, there's no reason. When when they put Cap on the field, I'm on the record saying then I was like, I don't know why you're letting him go. And everybody was like, oh, he's a nice guy. You got to let him go. I was like, nice. Like you need to keep him on the roster. Cap yeah. was making six hundred thousand. Alex was making seven million. You had seven point six in your quarterback position, and you knew that you had two guys that could run the offense. I would have kept him then. Yeah. You decided to let him go. That's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't think there's a. I don't think there's a comeback. You know. Um. And I don't think. I. I don't. I don't think there's a comeback for Alex. There's. A, that's my thing. I. I would. He, he would. He would definitely be a veteran in the room that you know can get out and perform and do the things necessary to win football games. Yeah. We. We know that. I've seen it. I don't have to question that. I know he can win playoff games. All these things. I've seen him do it. I don't have to question that. I know he's tough and everything else. Um, and I, and, that, and that he will demand and command the guy's respect. It takes two to tango, though, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see either side, either side. thinking that's a good idea. That's right. that's where I stand on that. Yeah. I hear you. Um, let's get into eBay now. Um, uh, all right, let's 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 get into eBay. Let's get into eBay. Uh, you know, everybody's out there, you know, getting their shoe game up, and eBay can definitely help you with that. So whether it's some some rare dead stock or the latest release. You can go to ebay.com and, and find, find exactly what you are looking for. It is the original sneaker marketplace. And you can go there to grab whatever you've been eyeing. So eBay is going to definitely make certain that satisfaction is guaranteed. They have the eBay authenticity guarantee for your sneakers. They are meticulously inspected. They have independent inspectors that have come in. they got a whole team of these guys to authenticate and verify everything from the box, the logo, the stitching. And they got a dozen other inspection points that I don't want to get into because, but you know, they get into the minutia of things to make certain that each and every pair gets that authenticity guarantee tag. And they also give it a, give it a digital stamp of authenticity to make certain that you get it. And to protect the sellers, they have a verified return process. So, you know, you can get out there and, and for all you sneaker sellers, eBay is going to eliminate all the selling fees on anything over $100. And they make, that makes it absolutely free to sell or flip your collection, however you want to do it. So go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. That's eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and a unique selection. Yeah, the 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 shoe game is uh is definitely off 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 the charts um right now um it's 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 incredible uh yeah 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 I mean that that's it that's that's it you, you, everybody out there trying to get them on you know I've never really been a sneakerhead but my kids keep buying all of them for me now neither have I uh, in all honesty yeah so I've I've never I've never really been a sneakerhead um but yeah but my kids keep buying me all of these um. All, all of these Jordans and the Air Force Ones and everything. Well, more Jordans. I don't have. I actually, I, you know, I've actually never owned a pair of Air Force Ones. Really? In my life? No, no, never. I've, I've, I've never been a sneakerhead, man. I'm just, I'm just not that guy. I would rather have. I would, I would always rather have a nice pair of, um, um, you know, dress shoes dress that shoes. I can. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd like a nice, you know, loafer, a nice dress shoe or something like that. You know, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather do that back in the day. I was in suits all the time, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you know, I, and then, I, I was and, big. And then gradually, the... I, you know, gradually I started changing my changing my game up where I would wear them uh, with a suit. But still, yeah, I, I like, a, I, you know, give me a nice, comfortable pair of dress shoes. Nice. I was, I was big in the Jordans uh, growing up, but. That's no, man. I, a little I, bit here, I had, so. I had. Well, I played in Jordan. It's funny. I didn't walk around in Jordans. I didn't wear Jordans, but I actually played. I think what I think it's like the Elevens that I played in. Really? Uh, yeah. That's what I used to wear for my turf shoes. Get out. The Nike made because I was a Nike guy, and you know, and they made them made them up for me. Um, back in the day, you know, when you when you're kind of good, they'll do stuff for you. Yeah. So yeah, I, you know, I I think it was the Elevens, the ones that had the patent leather the patent around leather the bottom. One? Yeah, you yeah, they had in the, those? The, the the blue bottom. Yeah, yeah. That's when I was. Those those were the turf shoes I wore because they matched my uniform in Carolina. So I went in, and they and and what happened was when I first when we got to the Pro Bowl. So you get to the room and you know they have all the gifts and all the stuff in these like you know and I wasn't like I said I I was contracted with Nike. Um, so when I got to the room, they had, you know, like a stack of Jordans over there. And, and while the rep was there, I told him, I was like, these are comfy. Um, 
I, and I, I played in field generals, generals at that time. And I just told him, I was just like, y'all hook these up for me. Just make sure I have these so I can start wearing them. I'll wear them in the game, and then I, I'm going to wear them from now on. So, yeah, the rest of my career, I played – those were my turf shoes. That is – I just – I, and, and it's funny now. I wish I had kept them all. I, I, I bet I had at, – at any given any given time, I bet I had 20 pairs stacked up in my locker. No kidding. Yeah, I can do those, 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 so those are my favorite pairs. So there, there were some all red ones uh, that came out. I don't know within the last few years or so that I wanted to get. Um, couldn't find them anywhere, and finally found them one spot. And then the price tag on them joints was like ridiculous. And I was like, all right, we won't be doing that. And so I think they were like, <laughs> I want to say like five, six hundred dollars probably. And, no, that, and that's what made me think, like, you know what? There might be something to this shoe thing, like, you know? Well, man, no, this is what – see, that's what made me get dress shoes all the time. I, I used to have this – Mike Mentor was the guy that I played with, and he used to talk – he used to mess with me all the time. Because um, I, 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 I used to like dresses. I, I like nice clothes, man. And, I, I mean, even while I was playing, I wore nice clothes to work every day. There was no reason for me to wear sweats. That, that's I, that just wasn't my thing. Um. I just it wasn't how I dressed, and Mike would always get on me. He was like, "Man, you spent all this money on these shoes and everything, man. You going to buy these Gucci shoes, or are you buying these Tom Ford shoes or whatever?" And I and I would tell him, I was like, "Mike, how much did you just pay for those Jordans? Right? How much did you pay for those Air Force One?" <laughs> and and he's like, he's like, "Man, don't, they don't cost as much as those." And I was like, "Okay, how much do you think these shoes cost? Man, those shoes cost seven eight hundred dollars. Okay, let's say I, I give it to you seven eight hundred dollars. Now you just paid how much for those?" Okay, you just paid two fifty for those. They're gonna have another. They're gonna have another color out. They're gonna have another deal out in in a month, two months. You gonna buy those? Yeah. You gonna buy the next pair? Yeah. I said, man. I said, and I told him, I said, this pair of Gucci loafers right here. I'll keep these shoes for the next 20, 30 years, and you're gonna buy thirty different pair of shoes. <laughs> right. I was like, you're gonna spend way more money on these shoes, and I was like, and I'm gonna wear these for the next twenty, thirty years. I was like, so these are pennies compared to what you're paying. Compared to what you're so paying, yeah. Uh, there we okay, people. Let's get back to football. We're just talking about we're talking <laughs> now. We're talking about shopping and and um and um you know uh, you never, Gucci loafers and Tom Ford. Ne- ne- never know, and, never know where know, the train's gonna take you, huh? Um, yeah, man. All right, so. <laughs> The uh, all right, so okay, so JJ, what I'm just gonna say my piece yeah, and I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get out the way and I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you let you do it because I, okay. I saw I saw your tweet. Um, I don't have it up right now, of course, obviously, but I don't know a verbatim. Oh, here we go. Faithful, stop assuming. Oh, now it just disappeared with the French toast. Uh, it's <laughs> live radio here, folks. Give me a second. All right. Uh, <laughs> what are we doing? Trains all the way off the track. Faithful, stop assuming that the moves made by division opponents are the correct ones, right? Now I don't know. I don't. I don't know that. I would assume this it had to do with JJ Watt, but I saw that and I immediately thought about JJ Watt. Anywho's, these these are my thoughts, right? What we talked about JJ Watt on this here pod, and um. I was in, interested, yes, intrigued, yes, but at what cost, right? And and you and, yeah. you, and you said it. You was like, well, it depends on what he wants, right? Because from the beginning, I was like, I'm not gonna, like, I, I'm not for paying him, you know, this handsome fee to come in uh, uh-huh. when he's he's not the same guy, clearly, right? Like, there's a reason Houston didn't want him anymore, right? Say what you want. Um, and so, and you were saying, well, you know, it depends on what he wants, you know, like if, if, mm-hmm. if he's, if it, if it's all about him, if it's, it's about the money or whatever, he's going to go where the money goes. But if he sees a situation where he can come in and, and contribute and be a part of a championship, then, you know, the price tag could come down. Suffice yeah. to say, he signs a two year, $31 million deal with the Cardinals. Got that bag, yeah, he got that bag, right? 23 guarantee, right? So look, I'm not mad at the man for that, right? Not at all. And, and equally, I'm not mad at the Niners for not offering that. Because in my opinion, that would have been a bad deal for the Niners. You say what you want to say about the Cardinals, whatever. This ain't a Cardinals podcast. The, the My whole thing was, okay, what player are, 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 are we getting, right? And so I was thinking, you know, maybe, you know, you try to get him on low. He comes in. He contributes because at this point in his career, he's not playing a bunch of downs anyway, right? So he uh-huh. comes in. He, he's a piece. He adds to that depth on the defensive line. That did not happen. 
Um, he ends up signing with the Cardinals. All of a sudden, people are freaking out. Oh, you got to pay Trent Williams. Oh, you got to pay. First of all, before J.J. Watt even got to Arizona, Trent Williams had to be priority number one Thank for you, you coming into this offseason anyway. So Thank that has, that has that, nothing to do with, with uh, nothing J- whatsoever. whatsoever, right, nothing. with J.J. Watt going to, to Arizona. So so that's the thing. That's A. And B, um, you know, defensive player of the year, J.J. Watt, like that dude, you know, th- that dude's not there anymore, you know. Um, so, like, I, this does – this move, I mean, it's like, okay, well, here's another guy in the division. But at the same time, like, this move does nothing for me. Like, this this move doesn't change the way I feel about the, the way the Niners should approach the offseason. Or, like, I don't think it even it even moves the Cardinals up a tick, um, you know, for that matter. Like, this move does nothing for me, right? Like, like am I uh-huh. – and I'm I, – that's it. That's my piece. I'm, 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 I'm going to get out of the way and let, and let you have the floor. Uh, you you've really taken most of the steam out of it. I mean, JJ Watt is the guy that I, you know. I, like I said, for the right price, he could come in, and, and I'm looking at this guy fifteen to thirty snaps a game max. Um, to where he's going to come in on you know some passing downs. He's one of those guys. He's a backup guy. He's a he's a um, uh, you know he he he's a role player. That's what they're coming in. I'm not looking at him being the MVP defensive MVP. Jay, um, and, and you know, and or do I expect them to go out and sign a free agent, JJ Watt? Hell, JJ Watt ain't JJ Watt anymore. Yeah. So, um, I am, um, you know, I'm looking at, I'm looking at what they did. I, I think it's a good move to not put, you know, what sixteen million a season into him when you need someone that can be out there opposite of Bosa and take some of those guys off in those situations, that's too much to put into that when you've got to, like I said, he, he doesn't affect Trent Williams. you got to pay Trent Williams. you got to keep Trent Williams. you got to decide if you're going to pay um, Barrett, if you're going to keep him, things like that, um, what other DBs you're going to bring in, what other offensive linemen you're going to do. But that, that doesn't move the needle. And then this is the other thing. For some reason, everybody – I like Murray, but people forget. People don't realize that, that no one really looks at him and see he is a turnover machine. The Cardinals aren't. Everybody's freaking out over JJ Watt going to the Cardinals. The Cardinals are still going to be the worst team in the division. The Cardinals are going to be the worst team in the division because their quarterback, until their quarterback stops turning the ball over, they are not a threat. They they are simply not a threat, and people have to have to really. Um, Check that out and look into that. And that's how I feel about it. So I'm not worried. That's why it's like he doesn't – J.J. Watt going to the Cardinals is not changing the power structure of the division. I'm still – I've said it before. I'll say it, say it again. When you put that bird on the side of your head, you're cursed, period. So <laughs> I'm yeah. not worried about the Cardinals and or with J.J. Watt. Uh, and good for the Niners to not – overstep and freak out because the Rams got um um Matt Stafford and fans the Rams got Matt Stafford and then you see uh JJ Watt going to the Cardinals and everybody's freaking out because the Niners haven't done anything yeah yeah sometimes sometimes holding your cards close to your vest is a good thing when you don't need to do anything because everyone's like making a move and and not making moves doesn't make you better and all this stuff, but making the wrong moves make you worse. And that's what people have to look at, that you could be a lot worse off by making the wrong moves and reacting to the moves that these other guys are making because there's nothing that's saying that they are going to make – that they're going to be the right moves. Matt Stafford couldn't win his division in a bad division, but everyone's freaking out over Matt Stafford. Yes, he's going to be a problem. It's going to change some things. But Matt Stafford is not the guy that I'm afraid of. And the Cardinals still have a turnover machine at the quarterback position. And not to mention they're the Cardinals. Come on. Anyway. <laughs> that that part. <laughs> um yeah, no, I mean I, I, I hope sometimes your best move may not be a, a move at all, right? And I think the, the Niners uh-huh. are kinda of holding the cards close to the vest. And we kinda of talked about this, you know, a little bit before when uh, right right around the Stafford deal when it was like okay w- would you like your front office to be a little bit more aggressive and 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 from that standpoint I mean it, it depends right but I I think like I'm not mad by any of these moves that that have happened in the division that don't involve the Niners um because I mean we mentioned it no. like I, I don't know that 
Like, I don't know that Matt Stafford would have been the answer for the Niners. Um, J.J. Watt, you know, in a lesser role, yeah, fine. Well, you know what? Let to- me say Let me say this. Let me say this. I'll go back to, like, Matt. Okay, let's look at the deals. People are freaking out that the Niners haven't done anything. Is Matt, would you give up two ones for Matt Stafford? Absolutely So that not. was so, so we don't have to wonder what the price tag was. We know what the price tag was. So it was what two ones and something else, right? Yeah, it was yeah two ones and, and okay. Yeah, it was. But go- we, we can stop and, right and there. Go- yeah, we can, and, and golf. Obviously, we can stop yeah. right there. We, we we would we would be going all off on the front office if they gave up two ones for, for Matt, Matt Stafford. Stafford. Yeah. Okay. Now JJ Watt at the contract he just got would that have been a good deal for the 49ers? Absolutely not, especially with Trent then, Williams being unsigned right now. Oh then, my there gosh. we go. Then why, then why the hell are we even concerning ourselves with whether or not they did the right thing? Yeah. No, nah, and, and and I I I wholeheartedly agree with you. Um so like I'm I'm really not mad about uh any of these moves or non-moves um that that the Niners have ha- haven't made. Um a couple house cleaning things um, and one of them I just forgot, so may or may not get to that one. Oh, here we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all right, uh, so Weston Richburg, uh, in Rappaport NFL Network, is reporting he had hip surgery. Um, he's due almost $8.5 million in 2021, so it's likely that he's played his last down in San Francisco. The future, His future on the field is to be determined, so... Um, not sure, you know, how quickly he'll even be able to get back onto the field after this this last uh this hip surgery that that he just had. Um, pretty much missed all of all of last season as well. So look, that's one cog on the offensive line that already needs some addressing, right? Which goes back to our yeah. point about you know JJ Watt and whatever. Like it's more than just Trent Williams on the offensive line that you got to pay that you got to bring in. Um, uh, and also why you can't give up all those draft selections as well. And because also, you got to rebuild that line. Yeah, and also uh, the the Gibster. So we talked about how the the um how the the half ended in the Super Bowl. We got some clarification for that. Um, and and his whole thing was that uh, we talked about it a little bit last week, right? Like how the Niners handled you know the end of the half versus how um you know the Chiefs did in this most recent Super Bowl. And and basically, I guess his point was the fact that. Um, you know, Kyle just got killed for his clock management at the end of the first half in the Super Bowl, whereas mm-hmm. um, the Chiefs didn't really manage the clock well either. Hence, you know, Tampa Bay scores a late touchdown uh, to go up, you know, double digits um, at the half. And so um, that was kind of the point that he was making. So we kind of missed the mark on that one a little bit, but got some clarification okay. on it. And so that's that. Um I think that's that. I mean, a lot of lot of noise picking up in terms of Niners, you know, moving up to draft a quarterback. Uh, not really sure. I'm not. I'm just gonna put it like this. I'm not giving much credence to that because I just don't think that the organization is there now. I, if if that happens, then you know we'll talk about it. But who's as of the, right who's now, who's the like, quarterback? Let me ask you this: Who's the quarterback that you move up for? Who Who's the guy that just looks like the Andrew Luck that you move up to draft for? Well, most people will say I, I that one is is Trevor Lawrence. Most people say Trevor Lawrence is that quarterback, but that's not the quarterback that they are linking I, to you, you, the you Niners know what's, because the, you know what's the, funny the Jaguars Trevor, are going to have him. Trevor Lawrence is not as good a prospect to me as, as um, Andrew Luck, but that's that's me. Yeah, well, that that's the comparison everybody's making. Like he's a for sure no doubter. You plug him in, he's going to be the guy. Um, and look, I watched him play a lot in college. Like I I, I like him a lot. Um. Yeah. And oh no! no, if, no wait, if, wait, no, if, no, if I was number saying, one, I'd take him. But I don't know that I, I'm. I'm. Oh, I don't know that that. One, I don't know me, that the, the Niners. I don't. I don't. I don't think that's the play for the Niners. Yeah. No, I don't think so either. But if you're number one, you have to take him. It's the same yeah. as like I, I told you on the pod before or after that pod. I told you, Jameis Winston. You had to draft Jameis Winston because every other GM would have drafted him. It's the same with Trevor. If you if you draft Trevor, and because Trevor is Trevor is a mulligan. Because everyone's saying he can't miss, so if you draft him and he misses, you're you keep your job because you can say, well, everybody else will draft him. Yeah, you you thought you thought he was going to be a star too, and if you don't draft him, and he turns into that star, you're fired. Yeah, it's like it's like okay, if you don't draft Peyton Manning and you get Leaf, okay, wait a minute, you're gonna lose your job. Yeah, the the one quarterback I like a lot is Zach Wilson, um, and he's he like he's shot up the draft boards now people are talking about him you know being you know uh, a high a high 
a high pick. I think we first talked about him on the pod a little while back. Like there was some uncertainty that whether he'd be a first rounder or not. But now, like you know, the secret's out. So um, a lot of people like him. Actually, he's a name. I I probably seen his name um, the most in terms of being leaked to the Niners. In terms of a guy that they'll uh, that they'll trade up for, and also the other the other. Um, young man from North Dakota State, uh, Trey Lance. So, I actually, you know, can I say this? I actually don't think that Kyle is going to, um, I'll be shocked. I'll just put it this way. I'll be shocked if they make a move and draft a quarterback in the first round um, to do that. I I just have this sneaky suspicion that Kyle likes working with guys that are already um, NFL um, hardened. I think he would just the same way he went and got Garoppolo. I, I and he's worked with the Kirk Cousins and guys like that and everything. I, um, the Matt Ryan's and you've seen his success. I think he likes guys that are NFL proven. They've been in, in meeting rooms. They understand NFL language and defenses and the reads. And then you just you perfect and fine tune the that skill set as opposed to teaching a guy how to play NFL football. Yeah, I, I I would agree. I would agree with that. Like, I I just don't see that as the play. Like, I I don't see that as the move for this team right now, especially with so many pieces you have around it. Um, that's ready to like this team is ready to 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 to, to take that next step, yeah. if you will. You know what I mean? Like, this is, this is a ready made team. I don't see you bringing in you drafting a quarterback in the first round for a ready made team. Um, that's just my my thoughts. Um, now somebody slips and falls in your lap, then that's a whole other thing. But I just oh yeah 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 yeah. I just don't I just don't necessarily see that happening. Um, so I don't I don't see them trading up in the first round for that. Now you talk about maybe a later round guy, you know, second third round, fourth round. You like a guy, maybe you move up a little bit to get that guy. I think that's yeah, a, that's, that's a totally different story. Um, but it's in terms of first rounders and, and all these guys, whether it be a Lawrence or a Fields or a Wilson or a Lance or whoever, um, I just don't see it happening. But we'll see. I mean, that's a lot of uh, a lot of the speculation right now is that they'll trade up uh, to get a quarterback. Where where in my opinion, I feel like there are so many more glaring needs than than that position. Um, and so we'll see. Um, I think that'll do it for this one. Make sure you continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like button on your particular subscription service, go ahead and hit that like button. Um, get involved with the show on social media. I'm at our Haylock. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at underscore Bump and Run. Uh, that'll do it for this week's show. Um, a lot of quarterback talk. Uh and and but I think the Watt conversation was was a lot much more needed. Um, so yeah, I'm glad we, glad we talked about that. Uh, yep. yeah. So that'd be it. That that'll do it for that one. Y'all be be safe, be well. And uh, from our partner Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We will see y'all next week. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.